So we are back in the quarantine suite. My name is Rich, and joining me today we have Ognos. Hey, what's up, everyone? And we got Uriel. Wow! 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 <laughs> what's Listen, going on, look, guys? I don't have that. I have something else. What do you have? Well, um, I'm broke. That's what I have. I have nothing. Okay, gotcha. Cool. Cool. Uh, so, guys, um, we're I guess like a week into quarantine season yeah just apparently like the official quarantine season i've been on quarantine since uh actually since tuesday we got the word last monday that all of san francisco went on quarantine yeah oh my san francisco was one of the first ones to go like under full like shelter in place order yeah we got shelter in place order last monday and then it went to effect midnight that night so i was like oh snap so and (sighs) um they announced at least they I'm sorry. At least they went like straight for it. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas like here in Philly, it was like the surrounding counties kind of shut down and then Philadelphia followed suit. And then they just kept getting stricter and stricter and stricter until now we have the, they're not calling it shelter in place, but it's basically like stay inside. Don't, right. don't go anywhere. Restaurants can't do takeout anymore. They can, well, they can do like drive through or delivery you can't go into a restaurant anymore and actually go pick up food hmm. ah man i haven't really heard much i can get takeout where i live but only in like a very very few restaurants like mcdonald's and like a couple other places the thing about where i live in like around washington dc is that i technically live in maryland mm-hmm. so that you not only have to like check on the dc area you have to check on your individual state and you have to check on washington dc yeah as well because it's administrated so differently yeah, there's all sorts of crazy restrictions and stuff there. I remember years ago when I worked for one of the old airlines that I had, I know flying in, dispatching any flights going into the DC area, um, not so much Baltimore, but like actual DCA, there was like a whole separate brief we had to print out and give to the pilots on special restrictions and everything else that they had. And there's all sorts of weird, crazy things that they do down there. So it's never, never easy to do anything there for sure. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, because like it's federal property across the place. And that really caught me off guard because if you do something stupid, you're on a no fly list. Yeah. Because like I, I work on a airport, actually. And hmm. the reason why I haven't been working is because of that. Because it's just been shut down, basically. Yeah, yeah. No, not because I did something stupid. Uh, I am uh, not okay. on a no fly list. Yeah. Okay? okay, good. Good to know. So, uh, yeah, it's I don't know. It's, it's such a weird, a weird time to be alive. Everything is just so different everyone's having to adapt to this completely new way of life and new way of doing things and um it, it's definitely definitely an interesting period just to kind of soak in yeah right now it's it's sure. it's difficult for everybody and uh, especially people working in scenes uh, or in industries where it requires people to be somewhere like mm-hmm. uh, bars industry venues and musicians are getting hit like pretty hard like the travel industry travel industry yeah for sure (laughs) yeah literally like my industry has been decimated mm -hmm. over the past month and a half yeah so i I work for a a school so we're shut down and everything's on Mm -hmm. um i'm a studio manager so the um school i'm at 
is like completely online right now. And so the studio is mm-hmm. kind of closed off while we're in shelter in place for the moment. And hopefully everything will open up if everything's good on April 7th. I really hope like landlords, utilities and all that shit just like stops for a second while we're in the plague. Mm-hmm. Because if you can't make money to support it, you can make money to pay it off. It's just insane. That's the that's the big question right now. <laughs> the million dollar question right now, or the I should say the the one point five trillion dollar question yeah, right now. Yeah, right? Like, what are we? Because I'm not getting paid uh, right now. The government has like three times that. It, it's it's crazy. So, um, what are, what are you guys doing during your quarantine? Like, what are what are you doing to keep busy? What are you? Um, you guys want to go first? <laughs> oh yeah. What do you got, Curiel? I've been listening to like a lot of old school funk and. Uh, related stuff like uh some of the harder uh lo-fi hip-hop i know that sounds a bit counterintuitive but it it kind of comes off less like lo-fi hip-hop and more like its own thing like it's finally evolving from those uh fledgling wings that new job ace laid and so did jay dilla like that's all you're doing you're just listening to some some old no i'm also editing wikipedia okay (laughs) oh there you go cool what kind of stuff are you editing on Wikipedia? I've been editing like a lot of uh, exonyms, which is basically like what one language is one language calls a place that does not speak its language. For instance, the real Portuguese name for Lisbon is Lisboa, mm-hmm. but we call it Lisbon because of convention and no one's going to say Lisboa in a thousand years. Hmm. So yeah, I've imagine seen that. that, but with other languages. Yeah, that's spelling, I, you know, around, but yeah, I've never, I've. I've always just heard people refer to it as as Lisbon. I do not even know flying through Lisbon, it. they were calling it Lisbon. Yeah, because like they have like official translations for like major cities and uh, the countries themselves. But otherwise, there is like a few places around the planet that have like just completely different names than what we call them. Mm-hmm. Some of them That's are interesting. more accurate, but uh, a lot of the pages for them are quite shitty on Wikipedia. And what's more. I've also been editing the actor pages, which I can tell were written by the actors themselves. <laughs> like whose? Um, I changed this one so you can't really see it. No, it was a woman. It was uh, Veronica Taylor. She's a voice actress. Her real name is Kathleen McGinnerney, but a section of it was written clearly by some, like one of her fans. It was basically like bragging about the stuff she's done from the perspective of somebody who is not her. So it's like someone just... Someone just talking about themselves in the third person, basically. Yeah, basically. Yeah, it's like <laughs> the weirdest fucking brag I've ever seen in my life. I can't quote it because it's a while ago. That's interesting. But like, yeah, I, I feel like right now th- this is the perfect opportunity to go down Internet rabbit holes. Like, <laughs> the best opportunity you have to just get sucked into something that's just completely mm. ridiculous or useless or just whatever right now, like going into just going through Wikipedia and finding random pages or, or learning about some obscure topic. Hmm. Yeah. Whatever you say, Mr. Knudsen, Mr. Knudsen. <laughs> yeah. Like Frederick Knudsen down the rabbit hole. He does this on YouTube for a living. There's like a fucking YouTuber for everything. Yeah. Oh, I know there's yeah, there uh, is. again, this is, this is the best time to go and do it. Um, yeah, I've been, so what have I been doing? So what are you been up to? Yeah. I started, um, just trying to do some like video editing. So like I made a, uh, I made an edit for a, a ghost together song um, with some old clips from internet archive. Hmm. Just kind of, um, yeah. So just been messing around with that stuff. 
trying to get my my video editing skills kind of back up to par maybe work and stuff with that that's what um, i should be doing <laughs> exactly <laughs> oh man um and then because i'm because so like i'm working four days a week right now because my job has been cut slightly um slightly just with everything that's been going on so i'm like all right the, the extra day off that i have each week I, I can't just not do anything i need to do something productive for me mm-hmm. you know whether it be you know working on a youtube channel or the magazine or something like that i just need to just stay busy so right. trying to work on that kind of stuff but then also going down other rabbit holes and everything else like that so have you been seeing people on reddit posting all of the like marble racing videos or oh, marble competitions I, d- I didn't see that on reddit but i definitely been seeing it on twitter and uh, okay. i saw <laughs> so there's this has been around for a while and i've, I've actually been kind of following it for a little bit oh, but this you? is like the this, this is actually the perfect example of like a, a quarantine rabbit hole there's a the channel it's called yells marble run M- yells marble runs and that place is great it's yeah so if you're not familiar with it it's basically two brothers um one of them is on the um the spectrum with autism and ditto he he creates like marble tracks mm-hmm. in his spare time just enjoys doing it and they record them but it turned into this like high level production of it's, it's fucking these races. So but, high. Like, <laughs> so they have they have the Marble Olympics, which they do every mm-hmm. year, which is actually called something else. Now I, I forget what it is, but they changed it. Now I know what you're talking okay. about, actually. Um and they do the the sand marble runs, the marble rally mm-hmm. every summer. And then now they're doing Marbula One. Which is a circuit track. Yeah, I, that's with, like that's what caught me. I saw the I saw the the rally racing marble races uh, yeah. on Twitter. It's like oh, when they cancel all sporting events. And yeah, exactly. They showed that. I'm, I I watched it. I was like, this is actually kind of cool. <laughs> and then you realize there's like dozens of hours oh, on this one channel of it, and they got time splits, and they got qualifying, and they have background, and there's fans in the stands, and the, all the marbles have names, and there's different... It, it's like teams and stuff. There's, a, there's teams, <laughs> and there's, there's point systems, and like you literally, like, oh my god, like the qualifying for, you know, Mar- Marbula 1 race number 6 is up right now, and different tracks, and each marble has its own home track. It's ridiculous. It's amazing. But it is so, so entertaining. It, I honestly find that kind of admirable. Like, that's a lot of fucking work to do for fucking marbles, for one. And two, to have it be done that professionally without coming off like a joke to a lot of people, oh, that's actually kind of cool. It's been on ESPN. Oh, what? <laughs> yeah, what? they had... I mean, to be so, fair, actual NASCARs, this is much of a sport, but still. So, so actually, that's, that's another interesting thing I'll talk about in a second. But every year on August 8th now, or at least for the past two years, ESPN has done uh, ESPN 8, the Ocho Day. From the movie Dodgeball. Yes, I remember that. Where like, ESPN 8, the Ocho, and, and they were showing the Dodgeball champion. So at midnight, they show the movie Dodgeball. And then they show a bunch of just random sports like darts or like, I don't know, Bulletball. random random crap or whatever. And then it's a whole day dedicated to just weird games and stuff. And it's always on August 8th. So 08, 08. And this past year, for a half hour, they had Yell's Marble Runs on there so how do you it was actually wait, on how the, do you spell his name again yell j-e-l-l-e yeah we'll oh link, yell okay, yeah, okay we'll link it in the description but they're um yeah the production value on it is just it's it's crazy they got like graphics and they got sponsors and other stuff like that so yeah go go check it out if you want to just if you have nothing to do for two hours and you want to go watch the marble olympics from 2017 or 2018 
go and do it. It is super entertaining. Go Arrangers. Those are that that is the team. I'm <laughs> telling you right now. Got to go with the Arrangers. So, um, but something else interesting you mentioned about, you know, you just mentioned NASCAR because of the quarantine. Uh, that's obviously that we're all stuck in. Uh, all the events have been canceled. So, uh, NASCAR, the NASCAR race this weekend got canceled in Atlanta and the F1 race in Australia got canceled. Also a bunch of the drivers from the NASCAR race went on iRacing, which is a, uh, probably one of the better, like the best racing Sims you can get. And they straight up did a 100 lap race at Atlanta Speedway oh, wow. online and streamed it on Twitch. Oh, that no is way. so sick. Oh, dude, I got to check yeah. that out. We are getting closer and closer to just society as a whole just being online. Why yeah. the hell would you even need like a body? Yeah, and it was fairly successful. I mean, they there was um, at one point there was it peaked at 23,000 concurrent streams and mm-hmm. there was like 78,000 streams total and this wow. was a completely unofficial event this was just a few guys that are involved <laughs> just, just have got fun. together and eventually was featured on nascar.com and and Beautiful. you know got some got oh, some yeah. coverage but it was yeah it's actually kind of cool to see how people are adapting to this and and starting to do stuff remotely and starting to um just change what they do and also just get into some other just weird random crap that's that's pretty cool <laughs> I honestly think that applies a lot to like uh, a lot of like vaporwave labels and like just music in general. Like it's starting, it's not completely overtaking um, a traditional media and all that. They do have a lot of control over the internet, Mm -hmm. but it is forcing them to like take a lot of detours in their style. A lot of new people are gaining foothold that no one has ever freaking heard of. And it's just making like a lot of new opportunities where there haven't really been many in years. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Agnos, what are you doing to keep yourself occupied? Well, I'm glad you asked. <laughs> um, so video games have coming out this last week. One is uh, the new Doom game. I don't know anything about it, actually, because I've been so either. busy playing Animal Crossing New Horizons. <laughs> uh, yes, Animal Crossing New Hampshire. Animal Crossing. <laughs> uh, I've never played Animal Crossing before. It's my first one. I've been seeing the hype all over Twitter of like so many other vaporwave artists. I've been like trying to get in on it. And I'm like, you know what? Screw it. Uh, it looks like fun. It's kind of cute. And so I picked it up and I started a server, a uh, Discord server. And mm-hmm. I think we're up to like 50 people in here now almost. Are there really? Yeah. There's over 50 people <laughs> inside the server, just all vaporwave artists and fans. And it's just like... The amount of wholesomeness of people just hanging out, uh, sharing their album art and putting it inside their houses. Yeah, um, it's, I, I love that. Like, so if, <laughs> if your chances, I mean, I think everyone is familiar with the game right now, or at least mm-hmm. has heard of it. And heard of it. Yeah. I haven't done any of the custom artwork and stuff, but you can like upload your own images with like a QR code or something into yes. the game. Yeah. And so do your own pictures and clothing and everything else like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so there's like a there's a website that someone made for I guess an older version of Animal Crossing, it's like the New Link version, and okay. so um, you can take an image of anything, upload it there, and then it will kind of dither it down to like a 32 by 32 like pixel art. Okay, and then um, you can transfer that to you take a it'll uh, set up a QR code that you can scan with your phone, and using the app, the Nintendo app, it will then let you just download it straight into the game. That's and then awesome. you can just take that art and then put it on um, easels or you can put it on paintings on your walls. And so 
we have an entire channel based on QR codes and it's just like everybody's album art, like different like records that they love or just other stuff. And just, like a hundred percent electronica hat. Yeah. Just people like are making clothing around. and stuff. <laughs> it's that, that is just so beautiful. Yeah, Some guy, someone has like a straight up like vaporwave cave. His whole house <laughs> is just it, it's like pink walls and it's got flamingos and stuff and it's got artwork on the walls and it's it's just insane and yeah Agnos just dipped into that channel for a second oh, there yep I <laughs> I didn't mean to do that but. yeah but it's it's you know all these these album art all the album art and everything on is on there it's just so you know Tupperwave and and like you know they're, they're it's very pixelated extremely mm-hmm. pixelated but you know what it is. The second panic cover is on here. Um, yeah, just everything. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, so it's been good. really, really interesting just to see Twitter in general reacting to this game and how, um, yeah, how how it's kind of just taken over everything. I saw like one tweet was perfect. It was like, here's a summary of my of my Twitter timeline right now. It's like coronavirus, world is ending, Animal Crossing. <laughs> screw donald trump coronavirus <laughs> animal crossing and it's just it's every fourth tweet yeah. was was, it's, was animal it's crossing the wholesomeness we need in the world right now yeah. some positivity it's, it's an entirely like it's very very happy and like it's a bubbly. super wholesome game because you're just on this deserted island or quote-unquote deserted island and you're just kind of just existing and just building up your little society there and shaking trees to get fruit and fishing and stuff like that is very very peaceful um or if you're like me you're planting like monster sets of orchards of all the fruits yeah yeah but (laughs) what's really interesting about it right now is with everyone being quarantined and not being able to travel or do anything Hmm. you're finding another way to travel quote unquote and go and visit your friends and go and see what they're up to and it's like filling that void essentially of going out and interacting with people even though mm-hmm. you're not actually going anywhere yeah i, I remember uh, seeing uh, something the other day on twitter about these people in japan that they were having a happy hour and they're all just like <laughs> using a zoom meeting yeah to just yeah. like stream them just like getting drunk with each other but they just have their webcams on like they're just hanging out at the bar god i can't imagine how it would have been during the bubonic plague let alone like if we had this shit in the 50s like, imagine, like, we got coronavirus in the 50s. We had mass communication, but we didn't have anything internet. So while we would have survived, yeah, but it would have been absolutely miserable rather than yeah, even kind then, of miserable. Mass communication, even at that point, would have been limited to radio and TV, mm-hmm. realistically. Well, a lot of people had landlines, but not everybody. Yeah, but, I mean, that's that still involves someone calling and, and making, mm-hmm. giving that information. So it's much harder to get that information back at that point than it is now so oh also um usual 50s bullshit like you know like bigotry uh segregation homosexuality isn't legal all that good stuff didn't we talk about what a pandemic would look like back in the 50s or something like that on one episode i wasn't i'm fairly certain we've we've talked about it at some point so yeah i mean just kind of elaborating on on what we're talking about here what's going on Mm mm-hmm you know the the effect that this this quarantine and everything else has been having on vaporwave so mm-hmm. what have we seen so far well, with everything uh what affected me like directly was um our show got canceled everybody's shows getting canceled or postponed 
the T-Chill in NorCal? Yeah, we had a T-Chill in NorCal scheduled for April 4th. And as like kind of events unfolded, we kind of realized this is probably shouldn't happen. And then like, so we postponed our show before like the state even came down, just basically said, okay, all bars are closed. Um, Mm -hmm. I'm seeing shows in Arizona. I know today the Garden and George Klan just postponed their tour. Our live events in general are all being hit like super hard with this. And anybody that's a touring musician is being hit super hard with this. Um, and it's not just vaporwave, it's just kind of like music and traveling artists as a whole. Yeah. This is supposed to be the, the quote unquote year of the live show trademark, you know, for vaporwave. This pandemic, this just completely brick walled all the momentum we had. And I'm like, now I'm just wondering like how much of that is going to be able to carry over once everything kind of the dust settles after the pandemic kind of like calms down. And well, like, that's the question. And so I was just wondering, like, we don't even know what's going to come of this at the end of things. Yeah. And, you know, I th- it's it's interesting to see what people are doing in the interim. So I think a perfect example of this, um, I've seen a few people doing like sets online, like they're they're doing Twitch streams of of their DJ sets. And I think some people are kind of doing little tiny things like that. Um, Skeleton Lipstick is going to be doing a live stream um some point have the date it is going to be march 29th at 8 p.m twitch.tv slash bells stardust put the link in the description for you so it's for bell Stardust's birthday and it is going to have uh skeleton lipstick skylar spence and death dynamic shroud performing on a live stream so um i i just sent Chris a message just to kind of get some more details on it. Um, Cause I had just seen it earlier today. Uh, but yeah, it, it's most likely going to be, you're not going to see them performing live. It's going to be uh, a visual artist doing their thing and, and putting that up there. And then they're going to be DJing and, and doing the uh, curating the music for it. So mm-hmm. uh, it will also be some new skeleton lipstick music too, which would be awesome. Um, so, you know, obviously he organizes, terminally chill works on right. t chill norcal and, and everything else and he can't do that now um so you have to kind of do alternate venues and alternate ways to kind of keep going so twitch and mixer and any mm-hmm. live streaming platform is going to be kind of critical to keeping the live scene going over the right. next few the next and, few months hopefully <laughs> yeah and that's kind of a crazy thing to think about too because um like Man, people are all kind of being forced and like there's a lot of other opportunities that are coming about from this and i think uh digital shows and streams and then even just like kind of the impact environmentally has been improving because not as many people are on the roads and the air quality is kind of like yeah. improving in even the major cities so i can definitely see something like this where it's like digital shows becoming something that will probably not just be like, uh, I don't know, something that would be a little bit more mainstream and common in the future. Yeah, I hear that. But like, there's just something like a bit lacking with digital shows at the moment. I don't think they're going to supplant like live shows. They're probably just going to be like having a bit more deluxe features than other live streams mm-hmm. um, in the future. Maybe we'll have to pay for them at some point. Maybe you'll get extra features if you do pay. But I don't think it's going to supplant like live shows. Assuming no. the world doesn't have coronavirus or could have coronavirus, yeah. Um, the real world <laughs> doesn't have video lag. The real world has lets you talk with people right there. You can get food from the venue. You can meet somebody directly. 
you can see things directly. You can stage dive directly. Mm-hmm. Although yeah, I don't I mean, recommend but, it. <laughs> you know, but it's interesting because, you know, unfortunately, crisis drives innovation. Crisis mm-hmm. forces society to adapt and and evolve and, and improve. So, you know, one thing that's interesting that I've heard a lot of people saying, you know, they're it's they say they're, you know, their bosses have told them that their job cannot be done remotely. Mm-hmm. But over the past two weeks, they've been proven that yes, it can be done remotely because it has to be done remotely and there's no other choice if they want the job done. So all of a sudden, all these people who were told previously they can't work at home <laughs> can miraculously. And, right. and and the world keeps on going on with that. Um at the same time, you know, we need to how do I say it? We need to to improve, you know, telecommunications and, and other um types of equipment and software that we use in order to better work from home and work remotely. And I think through this, where you're probably going to see a large number of people continue to work from home after this, the technology Mm -hmm. is going to have to improve. And that technology is going to trickle down into the music space and the live show scene. So, you know, what you, what is capable right now with broadcasting a live show is not necessarily what we'd be talking about with a live show five years from now. Mm-hmm. 10 years from now. I feel you like know. the interactivity is going to be able to kind of creep its way in there. And um, I remember, like, I think I heard George or read tor- George tweeting about this on 100% um, Twitter about, like, Electronicon. The next Electronicon was going to be a little bit more interactive or something. Yeah. Well, imagine, like, a bunch of 360 cameras that are in a space. So, like, you have the crowd. Everyone is there and and doing their thing. And, and it's like a regular live show. But you also have these cameras that are spread throughout the venue. And that is then sent to like, you know, the central broadcast center, whoever is managing the, the venue. Right. And you can then view the show in VR. And you yeah, can that'd just be amazing. <laughs> walk around. And as you move, because you have the cameras everywhere, seeing everything, you can kind of experience it as you're there. You're you're moving your head and it's like you're you're in the space. You know, right. we're not totally there yet, but the technology is certainly evolving to get there so imagine like you know you buy you get the ticket for the show for you know 30 bucks but you can also get the digital experience for 10 bucks and you can quote unquote go to the show you know i I doubt we're going to get like a lot of 10 dollar shows but i assume it'll be lesser you know what i'm saying it's a lesser price you you never know man you never know i'm just saying for you know this is the type of situation that forces people to adapt and forces people to change and you don't just use that technology for one singular thing you're going to use it you know wherever you can so it sucks that we're stuck at home and having to you know watch marble racing and you know <laughs> go to each other's islands even though that's actually been a lot of fun and been enjoying it but you know you know you got to stay is- positive and imagine you know, I yeah. just wish I, mean, I didn't have to do it. Right. I mean, I mean, this you can look at it as like, yeah, it kind of sucks. But in a way, you can also be able to just, um, if you're staying healthy, kind of just take this time to really take advantage of it. I mean, yeah. I, like for me, I've been like kind of like 100% go, like nonstop working since like Thanksgiving. Yeah. <laughs> and this yeah. is like the first bit of like a large chunk of like free time to like do whatever I want now. That I've had in months. Mm-hmm. So like, and my first instinct is like, oh, let me bust out the switch and start playing video games. Cause I haven't <laughs> like had any like time to kind of like refresh myself. And I think 
once that wears off, I probably start like going back into it and just thinking, okay, maybe I can start working on music again. I've been doing a lot of photography lately too. So uh, just trying to, I was been trying to like put up a picture on Instagram every day and just take a, now I'm like stuck at home trying to find creative ways to take a picture. (laughs) That is so hard to do. Mm-hmm. I have yeah, told it's not myself <laughs> I don't know how many times like you know what, I'm going to start posting like I'll post a picture a week or something like mm-hmm. that of of uh, from my, my backlog because I have I don't know how many thousands of photos I have oh yeah saved I'm, I'm on my racking them know, hard drive or whatever um, and, and I'll, I'll say you know what, I'll go I'm going to go process some of them and I'm going to start posting mm-hmm. them and then I just never do yeah I um with my I just bought a new camera uh, Canon EOS uh, RP it's uh, the full frame mirrorless one, the lower end Ooh, one. Nice, nice. And it's I fucking love it, dude. It is amazing. I got it. Uh, I got it on a steal on eBay. <laughs> nice. And um, what I love about this camera is that you can be able to do a Wi-Fi link to your phone, mm-hmm. and then be able to just download pictures straight from the camera to the phone. And yeah, that has that been like awesome. completely game changing for me as far as like my enthusiasm to want to take pictures. So I've been like carrying my camera everywhere I've gone. And like part of me wants to go out now and take pictures and part of me is like, I really should just stay home. <laughs> yeah. But um, <laughs> it, it's it's really cool to not have to like fucking use my computer to take the stuff off the computer and then put it on my phone. It's, it's such a pain in the ass if I'm just trying to put it up on Instagram or something. See, I've, I have my camera has that Wi-Fi function mm-hmm. as well and I can do that and I hate doing it because the, the <laughs> so it's it, I have a Fuji um, and the okay. app is just terrible i don't know how the canon oh, is, is it but um i mean it's it's a little slow it could be improved but i mean it's compared to what i was doing before because i had a 60d before and i just mm-hmm. straight up had to put the pictures from my sd card onto the computer and then uh airdrop it from my computer to my phone <laughs> see what i did um when i was in australia what i did for the trip mm-hmm. was I, I i didn't use the app on the, the phone but i just i have a bunch of 64 gig sd cards that's just I think the proper size for what I do, it's, you know, if you're shooting in raw, you know, the, the raw images are 50 megabytes each. So, you know, that's, that's a good amount of space. And I don't like to, I don't like the idea of having a 256 gig card, because if you put everything on that one card and that card fails or you lose it, like, you know, you would know about that, Ognos, right? From Electronicon <laughs> when you lost. <laughs> oh, yeah, because I lost, uh, I had a 256 gigabyte card and I just completely lost. Oh, oh damn, that is, that is miserable. I lost my entire show from yeah, Electronicon exactly. too. And like, I was take, that's, I, I was spending more time taking pictures and I actually hanging out with people and I kind of regret it. But, yeah. you know, it's a lesson learned. Anyway, and then, <laughs> so um, what I do is I, I didn't have my laptop with me. I didn't bring my work computer. I didn't bring my personal computer. I brought my um, uh, iPad with me and I got a an SD to um, or USB adapter for it and I can mm-hmm. plug the, the card reader right into it. Um, right. And I use, for editing my images, I use Affinity Photo. I don't usually use Lightroom or anything like that. Okay. And they have the, the full featured Affinity Photo, which you can get on your computer, is also available on iPad. And it's not oh. like a dumbed down, like, you know, crappy, you know, f- iOS mobile photo editor. Mm-hmm. It is a legit, you know, raw capability. Send me the link to that. I'm yeah. going to fuck around it's, with that um, stuff, man. It's a really, really powerful photo editor. So I just used that. Hmm. And it was okay. actually pretty good. It was actually nice to be able to kind of interact with them in that way. And I found myself kind of 
manipulating them more. So, is that just for iPad or does it work on uh, iPhone too? Um, Affinity Photo does not work on iPhone. It requires oh, a, a nine point seven inch um, screen. Okay, to to use, but I've gotten pretty good at using Lightroom Mobile on my phone and being able to just post stuff on the way. (laughs) I just like Affinity because the the Mm -hmm. the desktop software, like Lightroom, is what ten bucks a month to to Um, use or something like that. Yeah, because I get Lightroom and Photoshop for ten bucks a month. Yeah, so Affinity Photo is fifty bucks flat. That's it's just you own it. Okay, you can install it on your multiple computers. It's 50 bucks and it gets updated and they add features and stuff like that all the time. So I yeah, really enjoy it. I don't using see it. Photoshop surviving anytime soon, honestly. Yeah, there's nothing um, I can do. In, and this is obviously not sponsored by Affinity in any way, shape or form. But it's, <laughs> um, I mean, if you want to sponsor us, I mean, if, if you want to, I mean, if they want to, please give us some. Use the code. We would love to. Sweet to get <laughs> Affinity for like $5 off or something. But it's... Uh, I enjoy using so yeah that's what I've been okay. doing. I've been doing like a kind of a mobile workflow on what I've been doing even like the yeah. um the video editing that I was doing this past week um, all of that I did on my iPad using um, LumaFusion is another iOS based I think I've heard of that one yeah that's actually a pretty good photo uh, video editor fifty percent so. off Let's see here twenty twenty five bucks I also want to get in like right before we end and before the whole thing shuts down. That um, I have to recommend a video to like educate yourself on coronavirus so you don't kill anybody or you don't die yourself. It's from Kurtzgesagt. I'll put it in the description, which means I'll put it in the podcast chat room for you to see. <laughs> okay. and, then you, and then you put it in the description so they can see. And it just gives you a whole idea of what the coronavirus does. It doesn't give you the history of how it's spread or anything. It just do what it does to you. And what you need to do to like prevent that shit from happening. It's in short. It's explained. It's got pretty colors and images. It's very clear. I hope it's you good. can read. Keeps it. your attention. You know. <laughs> good advice and good, good information. I'm checking out this affinity photo. Uh, I'm like wondering. <laughs> I have an iPad Air. Yeah. And I'm like really wondering if my iPad Air is going to be able to handle this. It should. It should work on it. So okay. And it's only ten bucks this- now. You should definitely do it. 10 bucks? Well, 10 bucks. yeah, I guess they're, oh, for the iPad edition. they're having oh, a sale okay. right now. So, oh, um, I might just buy that now. Other <laughs> topics. Um, did you see that the the weekend, the uh, artist, not a Vaporwave artist, released a Vaporwave mix, a Vaporwave remix of the song Heartless? I did not know that. I didn't even hear the un-Vaporwave yeah. version. Yeah, Figured. honestly, neither have I. Yeah, I, I, I actually haven't either. I just I just okay. saw this on the, the subreddit. Um, yeah, so if you go on Spotify and you search it, it says heartless hyphen vapor space wave remix. Vapor space wave yeah, remix. Like two words, not one word, two words, two vapor wave remix. Um, it's spoiler alert. Um, hmm. it, it's not. It's not vapor wave. It's, it's not. It's not vapor wave. Oh, of course uh, not. <laughs> Sorry, well, I figured guys. if they spelled vaporwave yeah. in two words, I, I, it's probably not. I didn't it's have like high hopes for mode. it uh, <laughs> based on how it was spelled. Um, I, I, someone on the, the subreddit mentioned that vaporwave is a person, not. But if you look under the artist, it's not. They're not listed there, so I don't. I don't know. They were Maybe joking. I don't know, but they're not like. What do you think somebody on the streets is calling themselves Vapor Space Wave? That's my last name, Mr. Wave. 
Doctor Wave, Miss Wave, Mix Wave. It's 2020, Uriel. I mean, crazy times. I've heard of crazier things. If I told you a year ago you'd be quarantined in your house for two months because there's a global pandemic, would you believe me? Okay, you you have a point, but some things are a bit more probable than others. Like if you had told me some guy named Zappity Bop Bop would commit a crime and end up on the news for it, I wouldn't believe you, but it does exist. Does exist. You're absolutely right. Yes, it does exist, but it existed like about a few years ago. What if I told you that some guy involved with the Olympics, his name is Dick Pound? Would you believe me? Yeah, yeah I heard about that. That guy fucks. Yeah. I, I, but like you have to <laughs> force that if your name is Dick, because like you have to be named Richard. Nah, I, no, if my name was Richard Pound, dude, I would totally go by Dick you, you Pound all to. the time. That's a name have you to. just have to own. Like you can't just. That's a great name. Because imagine, Excellent. imagine existing, trying to like get away from that name your entire life. It, it would just be it would just, it would be so infuriating. Like, oh, your name is, your name is Dick Pound. It's like, yeah, you, know, you embrace so, the shit out of it. Whatever, you know, it's a family name or something like that. And it's like, fuck yeah, my name's Dick Pound. What does he do again? Is he like a writer for it or something? Um, Dick Pound. Dick Pound. I don't know. Google D- Keep the safe search on. Safe search. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> uh, I think he's like a... He's a Canadian swim champion, lawyer, and prominent spokesman for ethics and sport. Okay, so he's a spokesperson. Richard William Duncan Dick Pound. And he's got a bunch of bunch of letters he's after got, his name. CC, OQ, QC, OLY. What did all of this mean? Order of Canada, Order of Quebec, uh, Quebec Council. And I think it's just like a, an Olympian. Yeah. Okay, so he's just a bunch of like dope stuff. Yeah. He seems like, like the kind of guy that should be named Dick Pound. Right. Yeah. Nah, if your name's Dick Pound, you better be a badass. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you got like the affinity of, I mean, Order of Quebec. That's pretty cool. I wonder I wonder how much Indy knows about Dick Pound. You should ask about him. <laughs> ask him about it oh, next show. yeah, Dick Pound there. <laughs> uh, Dick Pound. Indy, if what you're listening, right uh, now? call Look us at his four- smug-ass expression in his photo. Indy, give us a call, 412-44-Vapor, and uh, tell us about uh, Dick Pound. And, yes, uh, we need to know all about know, this guy. We need to know about him. Oh, oh! by the way, the guy who got the Olympic Broadcasting Services uh, chair before him, guess what his name was? Hein what? Verbruggen. It's like they just pick these people based off their names. I swear to God. It's a strong German name. Hmm. It honestly sounds a bit more Dutch to me, but hey. Yeah, he's Dutch. <laughs> well, whatever. Okay. Close enough. That is crazy about the Olympics getting uh, pushed back to 2021, which yeah. means Japan's going to be crazy for another year, basically. Getting all of that pushed back yeah. and arranged. Oh, yeah, man. I mean, but you have to imagine how it's like in China, India, um, Nepal, Bangladesh, like anywhere super densely populated, like where a lot of people live in a small area, no matter how many there are. In terms of what, just dealing with this? Yeah, the coronavirus. Yeah, I don't know. I, I, I see some images from like India. I think it's like Mumbai and like someone just looking out their window and it's just the road's just empty, which is insane for that region of the world is usually that road is usually just packed and and slammed um but then like bangladesh had like a like a national prayer for the coronavirus or something the other day with like twenty five thousand people gathered to pray for the coronavirus to go away Mm -hmm. which seems extremely counterproductive to like what you should be doing right now yeah don't i don't want to be insensitive about that like you have to understand it's like their culture and stuff i don't want to like be a dick but also, I should clarify that I do not think they're predisposed or anything. They're just 
that's just dangerous to be like in some place with a lot of people like New York City or something. Just sucks. Yeah, but I mean, like the Pope has like canceled mass at the Vatican. Like you don't, they don't gather. Okay, you do have a point. You know, so like it's Mm, the Pope is pretty woke though. (laughs) This one is. Yeah, this is a pretty woke Pope. So I mean, it makes sense. But it's you know, I won't get into that. Like yes, it's there. It's the culture. It is what you know. That that's that's normal. But we're not in normal circumstances right now. Yeah, I want to. Let's just uh, change the sujet. Speaking of Italy and. Talking about oh, another rabbit hole uh, for YouTube, real quick. Uh, there's a guy, he's an Australian, and he makes cheese, and he talks about it on YouTube, and he starts his what? videos as "G'day, curd nerds," and goes and like <laughs> teaches you how to make cheese, and he goes and makes what parmesan cheese. What did that have to do with Italy? Cheese, but. <laughs> what that, that is like, i saw some there i was some like meme or something i saw and it had yeah and it had um <laughs> okay. the guy it, it was like i've gone down a rabbit hole and i found this this australian guy who makes cheese and he starts all his videos off with g'day card nerds and the comment section is all just a bunch of italians just cursing at him in italian because oh, he's making God. cheese <laughs> and that, like let me do it but like i went like i thought it was a joke but then you actually search for it and this legit guy who is his thing is he makes cheese on YouTube. I don't know how to respond to that, but hey, congrats for like sticking to your guns. Mm-hmm. Well, your cheese, I guess. Uh, you know, it'd be funny if you got like Kurdish comments, but that's not really going to be happening. <laughs> uh, you know what I just found out right now? Yeah. What? Um, I was looking for um, a cam link so you can be able to hook up because I had these DSLR cameras. That'd be great for a webcam yeah. to do streaming with. And like they're all sold out on Amazon, <laughs> dude. Every day, it's, yeah, it's insane. What the fuck? Oh man, my first toilet paper, and now everyone's at home. Like, I want to be a streamer. Let's. <laughs> everyone's buying cam links to hook up their yeah. cameras. I just bought something like for my phone off of like an app store, and then I'm gonna put duct tape on my computer so I can stream from my phone. Mm-hmm. See, the yeah. problem with me for streaming is I need like a video ripper. I already got that part. You can just use your phone, man. Yeah, it's I mean, the hardest part with with setting up any kind of stream is just making sure you have the horsepower to process it. Um, yeah. Especially if you want to play at decent frame rates and everything mm-hmm. else. I mean, I made the mistake of, not the mistake, I guess, but like, I'm like, oh, I want to do some streaming. So I was trying to do some, uh, but I also upgraded my monitor right at the same time to Ooh. a 1440p ultrawide. So nice. I'm like, this is awesome. But then I'm also like pushing like 50% more pixels when I go and try to stream this and render the video right. at the same time when I go and do this. So, Ooh. Um, you know, the frame rate takes a takes a hit when you go to try to do it. You just have a dedicated system. You need, yeah, you need to get a dedicated system to go and stream it. Oh, and, boy. Well, time to bust out my gaming PC, collecting dust in my closet. Yeah. And I, could, I mean, you know, I could and do like, that. and But then you know you need to go get the capture card to go and do it also so that's like mm-hmm. another investment for it and ugh. you it will take years yeah, and you're tr- probably not gonna make expensive. too much for a long time like a lot of streamers just get big not necessarily on their personality but on the games they play yeah and even then if you reach a certain point you won't be able to react to the chat and have the personality you once had yeah well you're not gonna you're not trying to if you yeah, go would, into streaming trying to make money it's just stupid or, yeah or if you go into just like if you go into vaporwave trying to make money, you're no. you're gonna have a bad time. It's great. It's stupid. It, yeah, <laughs> it's great that people are, but but like know. it's kind of like a luxury. <laughs> it's like it's like acting. Honestly, 
Like you shouldn't do it just to get some amount of money, not even like as a cult following person, just like hope you can do it for a living, not that you can be rich. And even then, don't expect to be doing it for a living. Mm. Correct. Very correct. I don't know. We have a thing that we go by as far as like if you want to work in the music industry, because um, like we're all here to kind of the, the the dream goal is to just make enough to pay your bills yeah. and um, like <laughs> let alone like getting rich and famous. And like it's like a thing that I heard uh, one of the guys at my studio say that's just like if you're going into music, I think this would apply to any of the arts. Um, you don't have a plan B. Your plan A is your only plan and to just invest yourself 100% into your art and your craft and the people that are involved with it is the only way you can be able to like kind of sustain like dealing with it. And so because it's a struggle and it's like you're going against the the (laughs) current trying to uh, make a living in something that's so like saturated with people as it is. I mean, you have to. That's kind of an idea. Like a lot of people can do both. And a lot of like the most famous um, actors, musicians, whatever, um, did come from having other jobs and other passions. It's just, that's what it should sort of be like. It should be going to the people who have nothing else. It's just not always I mean, the I mean, there's plenty of people who have jobs and they do it like as a, you know, as their, as their hobby or a side gig or whatever. And they have something that supports that. But there's people who like, what they'll do is they'll like go full time into music and then they'll drop out after a few months or a year after they realize it's like it's a grind. It's too hard. And it's easier to go and do it's it literally is easier to do a job than anything else. <laughs> I'll give and you the credit so, on that front. Yeah. Like they say the same about acting as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it really is. And so it's like if you really want to do it, you gotta stick with it. And if it's I mean and be good at there's it. nothing wrong yeah be good well being good is like a given everyone is good yeah. and like if you're not good you better learn how to get good fast get good yeah yeah. and I honestly consider that a lot of it subjective for the most part it kind of is it's like um, being good I think if if you're not like the best music maker you gotta be really good at something so if it's like good at yeah like you like throwing parties or good at like talking to people and networking and bringing people together for stuff that's all stuff that's valuable I mean there's more to being in the music industry than just like creating the music there's a lot of wheels that people can be able to take a part in yeah yep and now is a perfect time to start getting good at that because <laughs> try it out <laughs> yeah you got right. all the time in the world to go and and do mm-hmm. that if if you're stuck at home mm-hmm. oh do we have anything else that we wanted to touch on nah did you have something Gariel? Nah, nah nah i'll save it for another time okay um get on uh get on some animal crossing join our server <laughs> yeah we'll put the link in the description i of don't this. have a animal crossing game yet Watch some uh, Yale's Marbles. Um, uh, speaking, of, uh, that's what I was thinking of. Marble Madness was a single that got released by FM Skyline. Yeah, um, uh, that's what I yeah, saw. So, yeah, that's what I was like. It was on the top of my head. I couldn't think of it. Yeah, because there was this game called Marble Madness uh, back in the day. You've mm-hmm. you've heard of it? Did you ever play it? Yeah, I played it. I had it. Uh, I had a, a Namco Museum, one of the Namco's greatest like nice. hits or whatever, on my PlayStation One. Mm-hmm. And one of the games was Marble Marble Madness. It was actually like really cool. Oh, well, so uh, I guess we'll leave it at that so we can go back to uh, tending our crops and stuff on our islands and <laughs> right. editing Wikipedia pages and mm-hmm. whatnot. So, uh, Uriel, if people want to get you on social media, where can they find you? 
I'm at Uriel Machine, all lowercase letters, one word. Um, and uh, I'm on YouTube at Uriel Machine. I don't make any videos at this moment, but I can be reached there. <laughs> Good to know. Uh, Agnos, what about you? Uh, you can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Agnos Music. And you can also find me on Discord on my Discord channel. I'll post a link into the description of our Animal Crossing server. It's pretty dope. It is dope. Okay. Um, also, my school, Pyramind, is doing a scholarship for the entire year, starting in May, I think May 18th. Uh, what we'll cover is your tuition for the entire year, your rent. Uh, is also paid for in San Francisco for you to come out here. You just have to find a way to come out That's here. That's like and serious money right there. That's like <laughs> It's serious, <laughs> serious money. Oh <laughs> we'll give you a place to stay um, and your tuition will be covered. And we have a lot of sponsors that also like kind of give you some cool gear. Like I know last year's winners had uh, Ableton Suite given to them. A bunch of plug-in manufacturers gave them lots of dope-ass plugins. And this is like a huge opportunity for anybody that's interested in taking their music seriously um apply please apply we just extended our deadline because of covid and so i would love to see a lot of april people kind of apply for this and especially taking the time off to kind of go back into music to be interested in this that's awesome do you have a a link for that we can post yeah yeah i'll drop that in the description awesome yeah that'd be great i mean especially if you need a place to live in san francisco and you music that's that is serious money right there such as Um, everyone Um, so if you want to find me, I'm at PHLSFO on Instagram and Twitter, uh, for the show, we're, uh, at private suite pod on Instagram and Twitter, uh, private suite mag-, mag on Instagram and Twitter for the magazine, facebook.com slash private suite mag, patreon.com slash private suite mag. Uh, and of course, um, our website, private suite mag.com and give us a call on the hotline 412 412- Four four vapor. If you haven't already done so, please like and subscribe on whatever platform you listen to your podcasts on: Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, whatever, whatever you're using. Um, leave us a review, give us a rating. Definitely helps visibility with the show, and we definitely appreciate any feedback you have on the show. And I think that's going to do it for us. Uh, like I said, we got rabbit holes and islands and stuff to go deal with. So. Uh, we'll, uh, we'll leave it at that uh, for today. So back to animal back crossing. Back to animal crossing. So guys, uh, don't forget. Don't forget. Don't forget. Data hygiene forget. is a serious issue. <laughs> Just like your own personal hygiene. Make sure that you back up your flash drives and hard drives. And then once you're done doing that, go wash your hands with soap and antibacterial soap. <laughs> so you don't spread the COVID. Antiviral soap. You need to get that antiviral soap because you don't want to get a virus yourself. You don't want your data getting viruses. And if you data does get a virus you'll have a backup because you're practicing good data hygiene don't also forget. hygiene is spelled with an i before the e not the other way around learn that the hard way that's it take it easy guys all right guys peace later see ya Podcast.